Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. I am your host, Tammy Adams. I talk with your guardian angels and spirit guides, guiding, healing, and teaching you how to have a fulfilled life, living your purpose, healing karma, and bringing forth good karma. Welcome, everyone, to the show. It is such a pleasure being able to be here today on October 7th. I cannot believe it's already October. I was just preparing for the show and meditating and and just getting myself, you know, just connected and peaceful so I can be able to prepare for the show. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I cannot believe it's already October. It is such, I feel like this year has been a very blessed, very amazing year. But at the same exact time, there has been such a, such a speed you know, just so much has happened that it just kind of flew on by. And now here we are in October. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. I actually walked into, um, is it Home Depot? Home Depot? No, Lowe's. I walked into Lowe's yesterday. And I had to go there to pick up some stuff in regards towards for my vegetables. And I literally saw the whole advertising and decorated for Christmas. I was like, oh, my goodness. How these seasons and how the time just flies by. My point is, is are you paying attention? Are you aware? You know, are you able to be aware of what's happening? Because so many of us, don't realize that time is going by. Time is going by too quickly. Why are you not taking advantage of today or tomorrow? How can I help you to get to a place so you can take advantage of time? What does that mean, taking advantage of time? Taking advantage of time means allowing ourselves to be more aware. Allowing ourselves to realize what is happening today. What has happened five minutes ago. What is happening at this very moment. Are you able to be aware and truly letting yourself receive every gift that your guardian angels that God or that people are trying to give to you? What are the messages that are around you? A lot of people don't pay attention to these messages. A lot of people don't pay attention to any of this. Why? Because we're too focused. We're too focused on getting to the next project, getting to our next appointment, helping our kids, helping our loved ones, doing things that are always rush, 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 rush. I talk about this all the time. All the time I speak about this, how we are so focused on rushing. We are so focused on being so busy 
and so filled with obligations that we don't have time to pay attention to the gifts and the blessings that are around us. I hope today when you hear my messages and you hear me talking about this, that you're able to slow down just a little bit. I know it's hard to slow down a lot, but just a little bit. So you can take this for granted. And you can really benefit from what I'm talking about today. That you can allow yourself to say, yeah, that's my life. And I am sick and tired of allowing myself to be blocked and stuck and and not allowing myself to pay attention, not being aware, not taking for granted all the blessings and the gifts that are given to me daily. We don't realize that our guardian angels and our spirit guides and, and God literally holds our hands, holds our hands and takes us to this awesome place. We don't realize that. What is it that we, we do? What are we doing to stop ourselves from having these experiences? Well, one thing we're doing to stop ourselves is very simple and very much of a fact and a, a, a truth. Is that we are too busy. And we sabotage ourselves as well. We sabotage ourselves. How do we sabotage ourselves is because we sit there and we say, I don't have enough time. I can't accomplish that. I'm not strong enough. I can't do that. You need to allow blessings to come forward and receive the gifts that your guardian angel and God is trying to give to you. What our show is about today, I want to get those points across and give a little bit of energy and a little bit of time towards what I just mentioned. But what our show is about today are ghosts. What are ghosts? And the thing that's funny is that a lot of people talk and they say, oh, what do you mean ghosts? What are you talking about? Well, today you'll discover the truth about ghosts. Are they real? What are they about? Where do they come from? Information that I'm sure you've wondered whether it was when you were a kid, whether it was last year, you know, whether when you watch a scary show. But what better time to talk about ghosts and all these type of subjects and these facts than during the time of October, which is all about Halloween, celebrating supposedly this holiday which everyone's like, well, it's really, it's a holiday, but it's really not considered a holiday. Now, let me go back into history and give you guys a little learning lesson for one moment. Um, 
Halloween is definitely, you know, something that was created, but it was created for the witches, the people who are into voodoo, um, people that do spells or, you know, mystics or people who are like wizards, high priestess, whatever it may be, people that are into the, you know, Wiccan and all that stuff. So when you really talk about Halloween, you sit there and say, oh, it's a made-up holiday, it's interesting. It actually really does have a history. It really does come from somewhere. I don't want to get too much into detail about it, but the point is, I just thought it was very interesting to let you guys know. Now, when I was younger, we never celebrated Halloween because I was raised in a very strict, very Roman Catholic family that didn't want to bring forward that type of uh, recognition about ghosts and goblins and witches and warlocks and all this type of stuff. But the part that's funny is whenever you turn on a, you know, some type of documentary of some sort or some type of, you know, show from the 1920s or whatever it may be and you hear about the way the um, the pharaoh used to live or you hear about how the emperor used to live, they always had a sorcerer. They always had some type of a mystic that was with them. And they connected to dead spirits. They connected to ghosts. That was what they did. And they would talk to the dead people. They can give messages and give strength to their emperor or their pharaoh or their leader, whoever it may have been. And we often forget. I mean, it's even in the Aladdin show. You know, it's in most cartoons. You always hear, you know, how there's always this sorcerer or something. It's just a person who's really good at being able to connect with energy. And it could be used for good or bad. So we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween very often when I was younger. Um, Well, when I was near my family. Because it was very not religious, not, not godly. Because you're celebrating witches and warlocks and ghosts and goblins and to, to what the people were believing that were around me, they were believing that celebrating witches and warlocks and all these, you know, ghosts and ghouls is evil. Now, these days it's basically just a celebration. It's a holiday that people allow themselves to get involved with so they can go to candy and it's just another, you know, one of these times that's like, oh, this is fun. You know, kind of how Easter is actually really celebration of, you know, the resurrection. But people have changed it around and they're like, no, it's a, you know, celebration about the Easter bunny coming and bringing candy for kids. When in all reality, it has nothing to do with the Easter bunny or bringing candy for kids. It's about the resurrection. Now, we have many holidays. We have many reasons why we celebrate or have these events or have these fun little, you know, outings with our children or families or things to get us out of the house, 
and it's fun and it's exciting. But our point is today is talking about if ghosts are real. Our point is today is giving you the truth so that you can discover and understand and have more knowledge about ghosts. What are they? Ghosts are people who have died and have unable to leave. They are spirits and souls. Well, it's really all the same, spirits and souls. Souls that are stuck here on this planet wandering. They're ones who can bother us, but, you know, there's a lot to it. It's not just like, oh, okay, you know, they're evil or they're bad. It's not, it's not all about negativity. When you think of ghosts, a lot of people go straight to, oh, my gosh, how could there be really ghosts? That's so scary. Oh, my gosh, I can't hear about this. But in all reality, this is the part that's going to be very surprising to many of you. Ghosts are actually and can be our loved ones. Our loved ones are considered ghosts. A lot of people call them spirits. They don't use the word ghost. But for those who want to understand the reality of what ghosts are, ghosts can also be titled as a spirit. A person, a ghost is a meaning of a dead person. A dead person's soul and spirit. A ghost is not really literally um, this, you know, thing that goes around in a pillowcase or a sheet. I can't think of how you call the shape right now, but, you know, it's, it's not what you visualize, you know, when you see this person or this in a sheet with two eyes and just, you know, floating around. That's not a ghost. A ghost is really a person who has passed away. Whether the person was good or bad, that I can't answer you at this very second, but we will talk about that later on in the show. Can ghosts be our loved ones who have passed away? Absolutely. Most of the time, most of the time, ghosts are our past loved ones. It could be my grandmother. It could be my father's um, great aunt. You know, it could be a person who lived across the street who is now, you know, connected to this other person that lives there. Ghosts are people who have passed away. And they definitely, for surely, can be and are usually our past loved ones. Which to me, such a gift. Because when you sit there and you realize that you have someone that's watching over you, that loves you and cares for you and is trying to protect you and guide you and direct you, 
cheese. There's nothing else. There's nothing else in the world that I can even think about. I, I can't even think of how awesome and how amazing. I just I can't express how awesome that is. Why is that so amazing? Why is that such a gift? Is because it proves, which Jesus has proven, that there is life after death. There is life after death. You know, they've talked about this time and time and time again. Life after death is definitely a real thing. So what makes you think that your person who passed away is not a ghost? Now, let me explain, and there's a lot of things to talk about, but let me explain how there's how it's a fact that they are real. Okay. When did any of you see that show Ghost? You know, the one with Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze, where it showed how she would talk to go or she talked to spirits and which are considered as ghosts. And she would talk to them and they would come in and she would they would take her over her body so she can repeat messages to all the loved ones that are out there. This has been talked about for thousands and thousands of years, how people sit there, whether they are religious people, whether they're spiritual people, whether they're um, monks, whether they are shamans, it doesn't matter who it is. And they always sit there and say, I have received a message from our great-grandfather. I have received a message from our ancestors. I have received this type of vision. It is in history expressed so many times I can't even mention that they are real. Absolutely real. But the question is that is so interesting to so many of you, I'm sure, is why do they haunt us? So if they're ghosts and their spirits and their people who love us, right? And they've passed away and they're now dead. Why are their spirits and their their souls, why are they haunting us? Have you ever thought about that? Because that's a really interesting point. Why do they haunt us? Why is it that if you have a ghost, like there used to be a little ghost um, that used to be in this one house that I used to live in in San Francisco. I'll never forget him. He was a little boy. He wasn't evil. He wasn't a bad little boy. But he always played with kids. So anytime a kid would come over, anytime a child would be there, this little boy would go and play with him. And he lived in this one closet that was in the upstairs room right near my bedroom. It was interesting. Anyways, long story short, he was not evil. He was not harmful. But he was definitely a ghost in every single child, whether they were visiting or whether they were a family member, whoever it was, would have this experience. And it was proven that he was there. 
It was it was a fact. Everyone would say, "Oh, he's a little he's a little boy. He's like maybe like three four years old, and he's always on the steps playing with us, and he's you know has blondish colored hair, or he'd have light hair. You know, they always had different explanation, but it was the same thing. You know, whether it was light hair, whether it was blonde hair, little three or four year old little boy, and so many people used to sit there. I remember my parents would say, you know, oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to do? There's this little boy, you know, how are we going to handle this? You know, why are these kids always saying this? And my father would say, well, at least he's a good ghost, not like those other ghosts that we were dealing with before. And it was very interesting because my mother is extremely beyond the point of religious. You know, she carries her Bible. She has a Bible purse. Um, she's very focused on religion, religion, religion. That she, she's so focused on religion that she actually ignores a lot of the reality of the world and doesn't see anything else. But, you know, what she's, she's in her own little bubble, basically. So she never really acknowledged that there was a little boy. She never would accept that there was someone in the house, you know, and she always said that we were lying and it was a made-up story. And a lot of people will say that and they will believe that these visions or this sighting or these, um, yeah, stories, these, these, these expressions of, people seeing these ghosts, they won't believe it. They don't want to believe it because it is something that can be very startling. It can be something that is very fearful because then that makes us have to believe that we're being watched. That makes us have to believe that there's something else out there that we don't have control of. And what is the one thing that humans love to do? What is it that we love to do? We love to control and we love to be the ones who supposedly know it all. So if we see ghosts or we have some type of an experience with some type of a spirit and we can't control that, that's pretty scary. That That's something that we don't want to give any type of credit or recognition to. We don't want to recognize it. We don't want to bring attention to it. But ghosts are real. Now, the thing that's interesting, well, let me share actually a little story with you. So one time before, I was sitting there and I received a phone call. I was at my office and I received a phone call. (coughs) Excuse me. I received a phone call of someone who wanted me to come to this hotel that was up in the mountains, up in this little, small little town and can't remember the name of the town at this very moment. Anyways, and they wanted me to come get rid of a ghost, kind of like that the movie The Ghostbusters, where they would get in the, go in there and get their little you know machines and pull the ghost out, and they're like, oh, okay, you're all good. Now, there's not at all in any way, shape, or form some type of a machine that you use to call the ghost out. I mean, that's not true, but you know, some people do have their um, 
they're machines that can show you and have the proof that ghosts are real by the different vibration, the energy that they, you know, um, give out. But releasing and getting rid of a ghost is not as the movies say. It's very, very different. So these people heard about me and said, please, Tammy, can you come along and you can come and help us so that we can get rid of these ghosts because our hotel is constantly haunted and people are afraid to stay here because there's this person who's very disturbing and very rude, a spirit that's very rude to all our clients and to all our guests that come to visit. And I said, absolutely, um, okay, let me check my calendar, you know, scheduled it, made time, went over there. You know, of course, had to drive there, had to meditate, had to sit. It was a huge ceremony um, to create healing, to let the spirit go. And we had to help her. It was a woman who was killed. And... She was very angry. So she wanted every single person that visited the hotel, whether they were walking in or whether they were, she wanted every single person to know that she was the boss. And because she wasn't someone you can touch or someone that had a physical form, like a living person, no one at that hotel can do anything. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't tell her to leave. They couldn't control her like most people are controlled by pretty much everything. And, you know, hopefully that's not you, but, you know, it's just the way the world is, which is very sad. And it's not something we should accept either. It's something we should definitely focus on changing. But no one can control her or tell her what to do. So that, you know, out of their frustration, that's what made them search for someone like me to help them. The point is, she was so angry because she was murdered, killed, you know, a long time ago. Now, this was a very old hotel. This was like from the early 1800s. I think it was 1819 or 1820 or something. So it was a very old hotel. I mean, it had a little bit of renovations, but same thing, same place. And her soul has been stuck there. For a long time, okay, long time, practically 200 years, 1800s, she's like trapped. Every day, she was experiencing the same thing, being stuck there, constantly in this world where, you know, she doesn't understand what's going on. Now, the question you guys should be asking is, when she died... Why did she not leave? What made her soul stuck on earth? That's the question you guys should be asking. And I'll talk about that in a moment. What it is that you need to understand is that even if someone's stuck, no matter what the scenario, no matter what the situation, and this is a perfect example of someone who is angry, evil, mean, ruthless, Horrible towards the guest. Horrible. I mean, she did everything she could to upset people. She was so angry 
She wanted every single other being that would be near her to be filled with anger and frustration and fear as well. That's not a nice thing. But because she was cheated, because she was completely cheated by being murdered, she felt this feeling of righteousness, like I deserve to hurt people. I have the right to make everyone else suffer because I have suffered. So she would play games and she would create a lot of havoc in that hotel. It was a beautiful, beautiful place. I mean, the woodwork was amazing, amazing place. But she would create so much disruption. And the thing that was funny is, you know how they always say, oh, the ghosts always come out at night. She didn't care what time of day it was. It was a constant, constant, you know, activity with her haunting people. Long story short, I did the blessing, I did the release, and I helped her to finally let her soul and her spirit be at peace and let her go back to God so that she can allow herself to rest. So many of our spirits that are on this planet are not resting. Where there is a term where they say, oh, well, maybe it's a zombie. It's like a, it looks like a zombie. And they made up these stories about zombies and stuff. They call them the walking dead. Well, that are not at peace with God, that are walking on our planet, are considered the walking dead. Souls that are stuck here on our planet. Ghosts on our planet, suffering, stuck, and not at peace at all whatsoever. Not at peace. Can they be good? Can ghosts be good? Well, I mean, I said that a moment ago, like this little boy that lived at my house where I grew up, he was totally good, totally good. You know, he was just a little boy. His his death was a complete accident. He fell down the stairs and died on the stairs. Um, evil, he wasn't harmful. He wasn't ever trying to hurt the kids. He was always good. So, yes, they can be good. Are they evil, bad, or dangerous? Well, the reason I gave you the example of the lady that was at the hotel who was killed is because she was, she acted as though she was evil. She was very bad, obviously. She was, she was so mean. She was very mean. She wasn't dangerous, you know. Some ghosts maybe can be dangerous and very manipulative. Um, I have a little girl that I was working with just recently, God bless her. And she was nine years old or she is nine years old. And since she was five, she has been possessed, like an exorcist movie. And she's told to do bad things. And this ghost that is around her is constantly telling her 
to do bad things. So can ghosts be dangerous? Not to scare all of you, not to harm all of you or upset all of you with the truth, but yes, they can be dangerous. So that's why when I'm teaching all of you and I'm giving you guys this information about what are ghosts? Can they be our past loved ones? Are they real? Discovering the truth about ghosts. You need to realize that when they talk about the show, The Exorcist, and this, you know, child who became possessed by this just ruthless, dangerous spirit, is that real? Of course that can be real. Or do you really think that that child has some type of, you know, screw loose and belongs in a mental institution and there's something wrong with that child. Now, the child was completely normal. The child has had, the one that I was working with, completely normal. She had a completely normal life. She had never any negativity, abuse, danger around her at all. She had all these tests done. She has no complications or you know, disabilities that they can see in her brain, complications, there's nothing missing. So then how is she receiving all this negative information? How is she receiving all this negative, dangerous, bad and evil messages telling her to do harmful negative things to other people. And she's just a little girl. This is since she was five years old and now she's nine. Long story short, we did a release on her. Very beautiful, very amazing. Um, And it's just, it's a gift. It truly is a gift to see a little innocent soul that was so being controlled and had such a dangerous spirit around her to finally be set free. You know, she was exhausted. I mean, she looked like she hasn't slept in days when, if you ever seen her now, I'm sure, you know, she looks beautiful. I haven't seen her now that I've done the work with her, but so are ghosts evil, bad or dangerous? Absolutely. It's like when we talk about, you know, these people that are here on earth that are evil, bad, and dangerous, bombing, killing, shooting, stabbing, murdering for no reason, for no reason. Are they good? Are they good spirits? Are they good souls? Well, they're not acting good because they're acting really evil, bad, and dangerous. So when that soul dies, I mean, when that body dies, excuse me, when that body dies, what do you think happens? Do you think when their body dies, they all of a sudden just become this like, oh, I'm such a holy person now. Ooh, I'm all light and, you know, beautiful and happy. Not very often. When that soul or when that body dies, their spirit and their soul does stay evil, bad, and dangerous. I am really giving you guys some very serious, extremely important information, I feel, 
that will help you understand a little bit about what's going on in this world in regards towards ghosts and spirits. Can we talk to them? Can we talk to these ghosts, the good ones and the bad ones? Well, absolutely, of course you can. Absolutely. Yes, you can talk to them. You need to allow yourself to really, truly be in a meditative, peaceful, open-minded state in order to receive. A lot of people are too filled with fear to be able to see their past loved ones or or the people that are passed away around you. If it's not a past loved one, and just let's say it's a stranger. Too many people are in fear of the unknown. Too many people are in fear of someone or something they can't touch and control. So it's kind of hard, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of hard for a lot of people to talk to these spirits, but not because it's not possible. It's extremely possible. I could teach you today if you wanted. I can help open you up to where you'd see the truth today and have help you to become aware so you're no longer blinded by the truth. And it is such a blessing because once you see that there's nothing to be scared of, even like the little girl when she had this evil, bad, dangerous spirit that was around her, you know, giving her um, bad messages and she was following through with them. Even though that that was happening, there's nothing to be afraid of. As long as you are filled with light and you believe in a higher creator, you believe in God, you know that your guardian angels are near you, nothing can hurt you. Nothing can hurt you. You have to believe and know that our creator will never let us get hurt as long as we allow ourselves to surround white light around us. Now, what that means is that if we want to be a part of violence, if we want to be a part of evil and bad acts and dangerous acts, then obviously we're not going to be protected because we're putting ourselves right into danger's path. We are the ones who are playing with danger. So how are you going to be protected? How are you going to be saved from any danger if you are meddling in danger, participating in dangerous acts, being bad yourself or evil? So if you surround yourself with positive light, with confidence, with good energy, and not letting darkness in, which is what I call all that evil, bad, dangerous stuff. If you don't let darkness in, then of course you're never going to be hurt. None of what I'm talking about should cause any fear in any of your energy, in your mind, in your soul, in your life. Because it's truth. And it's information that you should allow yourself to grow with 
and become knowledgeable and awakened and more aware. It's something that helps you to understand what you didn't understand before. What's something that you should fear and something that, you know, I was just talking to someone about this the other day, something we should fear and something we should allow ourselves to realize which is not good is the way this world is being run, the way people have controlled us and manipulated us and given us subliminal messages daily by how we should be in fear because we should, you know, give our whole lives up to the world, how money rules us when all reality money doesn't rule us. We created money. I talked about this all the time. How many times do I talk about money is really just monopoly? It's, it's not real. We give it power. We give it power because we allow ourselves. You have so much, so much to look forward to in your future. Today, tomorrow, the next day. You have so much to look forward to in your life. But are you allowing yourself to take advantage of that? Are you taking advantage of the opportunities, the blessings, and the miracles that are being given to you? Are you opening the door to receiving all the gifts that you should be receiving, being aware, being connected, understanding what's happening? Or are you allowing yourself to be like the rest of the world? Well, most of the world, not the rest of the world. Most of the world, which is basically very zombified into believing, you know, all these fears that the world wants us to believe that are these political people, the people in power, the people um, who just many people. I, I don't want to waste time naming names. But the point is, as long as you stay positive, as long as you stay filled with white light and with confidence within inside of our creator, God, I promise you, doors will continue to open and things will continue to go in an amazing direction. If you have questions, if you've had stories you would love to share about ghosts or people that have been in your life that have passed away and and you are still communicating with them or you want you have questions about them don't hesitate to call in call in because that's why I'm here this is why I show up every friday to talk to all of you and to be here for you so there's a, I know there's people in the room. I'm going to accept a call right now, but I'm just letting you guys know. And then there's other things we have to talk about in regards to how to set the negative um, spirits free. Okay, let me take this call. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, uh, my name Hello? is Sheil. How are you? Uh, can you hear Hi, me? Hi, I'm Yes, I can hear you. Great. Where are you calling from? New York City. New York. Great. How can I help you today? Do you have a question? Yeah, I'm just trying, you know, um, I'm just kind of following this time from the universe and trying to um, move forward with my life in terms of my career and uh, my love life. So I'm just trying to see uh-huh. what you're picking up on that because I'm just kind of, you know, open and trusting what the universe is doing for me. Oh, I see. Okay, well, today we're talking about... Um, 
ghosts and our past loved ones. So do you have a question in regards towards anything that has to do with um, those type of experiences that you've had? Have you had any type of spiritual experiences or paranormal experiences? Well, actually, you know, I'm glad maybe that's what I meant to call. Uh, yeah, I had situations in the past uh, that people have come into my life. Good. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, that I really liked. But um, eventually, you know, it's just things kind of fall apart. But the funny thing was that after meeting those people for like a short amount of time, I felt like we knew each other for a long time. So I always felt like they, that was just some kind of past connection, um, yeah. past life connection that maybe there was some kind of problem I would need to solve or whatever. And then, and it happened on a few occasions. But somebody felt like every time something would just fall apart or whatever, somebody else come around, it would get better and better. It was just like, you know, it felt almost like I was learning something, and that's I'm learning the next one. That's always. Out, so I, okay. <laughs> so I, I love I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying right now because that is so true. You know, every single time we have any type of a relationship, friendship, um, partnership, um, love relationship, a you know associate at our job or our career, whatever it may be, those are learning every person that comes into our life is a learning lesson. Now, most of us don't realize, and I noticed something that you said which was really beautiful, that there's a learning lesson in it, but maybe it was someone that was connected from your past life. Maybe it was someone that came into your life to help you to grow deeper in this lifetime, you know, to help you to become more aware, to help you to become more open. A lot of people don't realize that relationships, whether they're ghosts, whether they're past loved ones, whether they are people who have been, you know, reborn, whatever the situation may be, relationships come into our lives for a reason, to teach us. And I love how you said that you felt like some people were teaching you, and that's really exciting. I do see very seriously that there is a door that's supposed to be opening, a huge door that's supposed to be opening for you in November, but you have to change the vibration. It's like um, it's almost like as if that energetically I feel very seriously that there's something that's hanging on to your energy field. Like you have a um, an intertwined like rope, you know, a knot that's connected and tied to three other people. And energetically, you can't go forward because you're always being pulled backwards energetically. So you, even though are trying to physically move forward, you can't because there's all this negative energy that's pulling you backwards and stopping you, oh, yes, from going to the direction of where you need to be. So it would be very advisable for you to focus on letting yourself have an open mind and really focusing on getting rid of the negativity and doing some type of uh, healing or detachment with someone. You know, I actually am going to be in New York coming up in the very near future. I'm going to be there on the 18th, I have an expo um, that I'm going okay. to be talking at and doing some lectures. You should look me up. I'll be there. It's going to be the New Life Expo on the okay. 20th, 21st, and 22nd over at okay. um, right there in Manhattan. Okay. If you go on my website, um, it's the, yeah, the New Life 
the Spin Your Life Expo. Um, if you go on my website at asktammyadams.com, the information should be able to be there. Okay. But it's, uh, it's on the um, 20, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Okay. Uh, i definitely look it up. Yeah. I know the, what the Lunar Expo is. I think they're Lunar Magazine like that, I think. Um, you said that three people, right? So what do I need to do? I mean, three I people. Meditate. I mean, are those people that are still talking to? Because I kind of got rid of a lot of people out of my life. So I'm just trying to see. No, it's, it's, not people, it's not people you're still talking to. That's the reason. As soon uh, as I was talking and I was expressing and telling you about the negative stuff that I see that's around you, and yeah. how their energy is still tied to you, I, you know, it reminded me, oh, my gosh, wait, I'm going to be in New York, and you okay. would need someone like me that can actually okay. energetically cut, the, you know, sever that tie and disconnect you energetically from these people. It has nothing to do with physical contact. It has to do with an energetic, you know, connection. So energetically and spiritually and, and you know, somehow – these people's energy is still waving. I, I, you can't see what I'm doing, but they're like attached to you. You know. Why is and that? It's what does that happen? What does that happen? It happens for so many. It happens for so many different reasons. There's always really? a different reason why people do this. Always. It could be because they still love you. It could be because they feel like you've hurt them. It could be because they feel like they're attached to you and they don't want to leave you because they love your energy. It could be because they're living off of your energy. It could be because. There's some type of a karmic tie. I mean, there's so many, so many oh, reasons. Oh, actually, no. And there's one per, one person I can think about now that you say that. Yeah. Good. Well, hopefully actually, that helps. Two. And then when I come in town, then you can come visit me, and maybe I can work on you and do something to change things around so you can finally be free. Because this time in November that I'm seeing that's supposed to be so prosperous, you need to be energetically free. You need to be detached. You can't have all this energy as it is yeah. because it's stopping you. But how long does really the clearing process take? How long does it you take the cleaning, the cleaning process, the cutting the energy clearing? Uh, how long it, does it, it, it take? Depends. Is that something I do I mean, for a long time? Think, no, it's not something that you would have to do for a long time. It would basically, because you're so open and because I, I, I feel like you're so open and so aware um, I don't think it would be very long at all. You know, it would just be one session. You come visit me. I work on you. I get rid of it, and that's it. Okay. You know? Sounds good. I mean, you're, you're, you're not very blocked. You're not very, um, how do I say? You're not closed-minded. So because you're so open-minded, you'd be able to receive the healing very, very, very well. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So, so it benefits uh, you a lot. Up- Anyways. I'll look at the information and, and I'll look it up. Yeah, and, look uh, it up. Definitely look want to see you. I'm glad that I called. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you, you so called much. too. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> God bless. Have it. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, that was a great call. Um, anyway, so, okay, let me talk about this because I want to make sure I keep telling you guys I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it, but I haven't. So, Why do our loved ones who pass away that have died, why do they still linger? Why do they still walk on earth? It's because their souls, their spirit has not allowed itself to go to the light. So, 
when I'm talking about the little boy that used to live at the house where I used to live in, in the Bay Area, and I talk about, you know, oh, my gosh, okay, the little boy's spirit was always there. Or I talk about this lady that was haunting the hotel and so mean because she was killed and everyone knows her story. You know, they know about the murder. They know how she was killed. But why are they still haunting? Why are they still here? Why are their souls on earth walking? Is because they have not gone to the light. Now, sometimes when our loved ones, whether it's our brother or sister or father or mother or uncle or aunt, a partner, a relationship, a good friend, an associate, dies, they don't always want to go to the light. Why they don't want to go to the light is because very few times, it's not very often, very seldomly, they become afraid that if they go to the light, then that really does mean that they're gone. That really does mean that they're, they're done. It's over. They're done. And if you've been killed or this person has been killed or lost their life unexpectedly, most of the time, they don't want to go to the light because they feel as though they are devastated. They feel as though they have been cheated. And when they feel like they've been cheated, they feel devastated and have this very negative, stressful energy around them, it's not good. It's not good because that means that they're going to continue being trapped. We need to change this vibration and change this energy and help to open things up in such a beautiful way. And how we open it up and change the vibration is by when we connect with these ghosts, when we connect with these spirits, somehow, some way, tell them that they can be set free. Tell them that it's okay to go to the light. Let them know that there is something else out there that will help them, love them, you know, embrace them. Most of the time, people do not know how to get rid of these spirits and don't know how to get rid of these souls that are haunting it and creating this um, disturbance. And that's where I come in hand and someone like me comes over and does some type of a healing prayer, a ceremony to set them free and give them back to God and let them connect with God. It's not just like, oh, I wish you to go to God and it's all good. You know, it's a, it's a special way you have to do it and you have to know how to say the words and what words go with the other words. It's not just like, oh, I want you to go to God. Um, that'd be nice if it was so easy. Then, you know, we wouldn't have this problem on this planet. We wouldn't have so many souls and spirits walking the walking dead. We wouldn't have that problem. But we do have it because a lot of us who have experienced these spirits, have experienced these ghosts, don't call someone like me. Don't turn to someone like me to help the situation, to be transformed into a positive way. 
if you want to change the situation, if you have had a story or an experience or any type of situation that has to do with the paranormal, spirits, souls, ghosts, whatever you want to call it, if any of you have had that type of experience, don't ever hesitate to call. Because my whole purpose in being here is to help to heal and change the vibration so that we can allow ourselves to be more on a clear path of beautiful white light and fulfilling our purpose, being on a path of accomplishment and settlement and truth, being on a path of celebration and really having our soulmates and our our true happiness. And there's so much to life instead of living in this fear and this worry. If you want to contact me, I am sorry, I have not talked about my um, how to connect with me. If you want to contact me, do not hesitate. Try to um, definitely call me at 916-930-0781-916-930-0781. Or you can go to my website. And when you go to my website, it's very easy. Um, go to asktammyadams.com, www.asktammyadams.com. You can go on my website and get my information also there or email me if you're interested in any questions or having a session. Also, I am going to be at the New York Life Expo, which will be on the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. I will be doing lectures and seminars there, helping to teach people and giving so much more to all of you. Until next time, God bless. I am so thankful to be able to be here. I'm your host, Tammy Adams. But please remember one thing. Don't forget to really truly start focusing on being aware. Open your eyes. Walk your walk. Talk your talk. Don't allow yourself to worry about what others believe or think. Be truthful and be honest with yourself. Let love and light fill your life. And let today be a day of celebration and accomplishments. God bless. Goodbye.